You may be wondering, what does teachability have to do with spiritual growth? Since we can't possibly obey what we don't understand, we must intentionally choose to gain understanding by becoming teachable. Today we'll learn the significance of teachability in the process of growing in our relationship with Jesus. In Matthew 28:20, 20, Jesus instructs us, his disciples, to teach other believers to obey everything he commands, to obey all of his instructions. That is the end goal of discipleship. But in order to become an effective teacher of Jesus' instructions, we're going to need to first learn them for ourselves. And in doing so, we will each become living examples of Christ-likeness for others to follow. Learning, as we know, occurs through both knowledge and experience. It's a process. And all along the process are personal choices, decisions you and I make concerning our participation in the learning process. I've included an illustration in this episode's outline entitled The Learning Process to show you what I mean. Looking at the illustration, you can see God's goal for us is to obey Him, which also presents us with a choice whether or not to do so. But before we can even choose to obey the Lord, we're going to need to know His instructions. Now, available knowledge of God's instructions is all around us. We can find them in the Bible, resources online, or Bible apps on our phones. Then, before we can obey, we're going to need to gain understanding of each instruction. In other words, what does God's Word tell me to do in this area of my life? Or what will it look like for me to obey a particular instruction? We can see that gaining understanding of God's commands is essential to obeying Him. But how do we do that? I mean, how do we gain understanding of God's instructions? That's where the subject of teachability comes in. In order to understand how to obey God's commands, we must become teachable. Teachable is the missing word in the illustration and can sometimes become the missing attribute in our lives as well. Learning to walk in obedience to Jesus is a process that includes several steps, like those shown in the illustration. Missing any one of these steps could prevent us from moving forward in walking in obedience. So for now, let's look at the importance of being teachable. A person is teachable when they desire to receive and apply truth. Let me say that again. A person is teachable when they desire to receive and apply truth. The fact that God tells us to obey everything He commands shows that He desires to do a thorough transforming work in our lives rather than merely a shallow one. God's thorough work in our lives to grow us and to mature us in Christ requires teachability. It's essential to spiritual growth. However, the enemy will work hard to tempt us to settle for less than a thorough work. 2 Corinthians 2.11 reminds us that we are not unaware of the enemy's schemes. One of Satan's greatest ploys is to prevent us from being teachable. That's why it's important to identify those areas where we avoid being teachable or are tempted to forfeit teachability. Then, in order to gain victory over these temptations, it's important to learn how to obtain and remain in a teachable position. So let's consider the qualities of a person who is teachable, while at the same time considering those areas where we may be tempted to avoid teachability. One of the key ways to detect that a person is teachable is when they exercise humility. Being humble is essential to being teachable. 
Psalm 25.9 says God guides the humble in what is right and teaches them His way. Proverbs 11.2 says, When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. James 3.13 tells us, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. Would others say that you are humble or prideful? Is it easy for you to admit to things you don't know in order to learn? Do you tend to think that your way is right? Are you one who makes excuses or blames others for personal mistakes and failures instead of accepting responsibility? It is impossible to be teachable and prideful at the same time. So I encourage you to ask the Lord to show you those instances when you are tempted to be prideful and practice turning to Him in true humility. Another way to recognize a teachable person is that they are motivated to be like Jesus. In Matthew 5, 6, Jesus said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Matthew 6.33 tells us to seek first God's kingdom and His righteousness. Ephesians 5.1 instructs us to follow God's example. And 1 John 2.6 says, Whoever claims to live in Him must live as Jesus did. Are you motivated to be more like Jesus? Do you desire to study His example and practice His principles? Or are you content with your current spiritual condition? Perhaps you see no need to grow in your relationship with Jesus. Be aware of the enemy's schemes. If we're not careful, the enemy will tempt us to fill our lives with desires that distract us from a heart set on becoming more like Christ. Another way to tell that a person is teachable is that they are willing to learn. Psalm 143.10 says, Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. Proverbs 9.9 says, Instruct a wise man, and he will be wiser still. Teach a righteous man, and he will add to his learning. In Hosea 4.6, God said that his people were destroyed from a lack of knowledge. Are you a person who is willing to learn all that the Lord wants to teach you? Is it your daily habit to study God's Word and spend time with Him in prayer? Or do you dislike the time and effort it takes to learn? Are you a person who feels like you go through the motions of completing Bible studies without really learning anything from them? Are you reluctant to embrace change in your life? Perhaps you've been lured by the enemy into believing that learning to walk closer to the Lord Jesus just isn't possible for you, that it's too hard, or that you're too busy to learn to do so. Yet God never sets us up to fail. Since God asks us to learn to obey His commands— He will also enable us in every way to do so. Another way to tell that a person is teachable is that they are intentional in seeking God's best. Isaiah 48, 17 states, This is what the Lord says, Your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord your God, who teaches you what is best for you, who directs you in the way you should go. In Psalm 32, 8, God says, I will instruct you, and teach you the way you should go. I will give you counsel and watch over you. You know, it's sometimes challenging to remember that God is watching over us and that He always wants His very best for us. While the opposition, the enemy, 
wants us to settle for less than God's best. Satan will particularly attack our teachability in times of emotional stress, physical illness, when we're tired or hungry. Think about it. After a stressful day at work or a long day parenting children, it's much more challenging to remain open to receiving truth. Sometimes, just in a moment, we can be tempted to settle for a quick fix to a situation or escape it altogether rather than being open to God's will. Yet a quick fix typically fails to satisfy for the long term. The thorough work that God wants to do in our lives includes us walking with Him moment by moment, relying on His wisdom and strength to get through each day. When we sense that we're at the end of our rope, we can also be tempted to limit our capacity to listen and accept biblical truth. Yet these situations can sometimes prove to be the most crucial times to be teachable. In these instances, I encourage you to ask the Lord to strengthen you and to enable you to hear and to learn what He wants to teach you in the moment. Rely on Him to help you understand what He wants you to know and to retain what He wants you to learn. Then rest in Him, trusting Him to bless your obedience. Another way to tell that a person is teachable is that they listen to and accept godly counsel. Proverbs 12.15 says, The way of a fool seems right to him, but a wise man listens to advice. Proverbs 15.22 tells us that plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Proverbs 19.20 says, Listen to advice and accept instruction, and in the end, you will be wise. Do you intentionally learn from godly examples? Are you consistently seeking and accepting godly wisdom from others? Or do you tend to talk much more than you listen? Are you easily offended by instruction or constructive criticism instead of learning from it? Is it typical for you to avoid conversations that challenge your beliefs or practices? It's valuable to realize that God has purposefully placed godly counsel in our lives to assist us and encourage us in our spiritual journey. If we fail to recognize appointed godly counsel in our lives, we may miss opportunities to learn and grow in Christ. Remember, learning is a process, and all along the process, we are presented with choices, decisions we make concerning our participation in the process. Throughout each day, we decide when we are and are not going to be open to God's truth and the influence of His Spirit. We decide how many of God's instructions we're going to follow and how frequently we're going to follow them. While at the same time, throughout each day, we have opportunities to practice becoming increasingly teachable, open to hearing, receiving, and obeying God's instruction in our lives. At any point in the moments of our day, we can choose to place ourselves in a teachable position. So what happens if we fail to understand God's instructions or fall short of obeying them? Well, James 1.22 says, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. You know, we can read God's word, study it, listen to it through a sermon, talk about it, even sing about it. But without receiving what is said and putting it into practice, we will become deceived. Please understand, we won't merely be deceived. This verse says that we'll be self-deceived. 
In other words, we will allow ourselves to believe that we're pleasing the Lord when in fact we're failing to walk in obedience to Him. Let's take this thought further. In Luke 8, 18, Jesus tells us to consider carefully how you listen. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what they think they have, will be taken from them. Jesus is telling us here to consider our level of teachability, to consider carefully how we listen. If we intentionally listen to God's Word to gain understanding and put it into practice, God will reward us by increasing our spiritual knowledge, wisdom, and discernment. But if we neglect to take God's Word to heart by merely appearing to listen but failing to put it into practice, the truth we think we have will actually be taken away, having no benefit to us. God's desire is that each time we're presented with the truth of His Word, that we would receive God's truth in our head and apply His truth with our heart. Why? Because the heart is where genuine change occurs. Without application, there is no life transformation. Without application, there's no transformation. For this reason, I encourage you to consider the following four ways to become increasingly teachable. You'll also find these points in this episode's outline. Number one, ask God to give you a heart that is teachable and desirous of pleasing Him. Number two, Before reading the Bible, ask the Holy Spirit to give you personal understanding. Number three, prior to arriving at church or Bible study, ask God to prepare your heart to receive His truth. Number four, as you read or listen to God's Word, ask the Lord to give you examples for personal application and the strength to live them out. So, what do you think? Would implementing these steps make any difference in your life? By inviting Jesus to be an active part of our spiritual growth, we are preparing our hearts to be open to receive what the Lord wants to teach us. Without preparing our minds and hearts to receive the things of God, we can easily become distracted by the busyness or hurriedness of the day, the difficulties of life, the people around us. The list goes on and on. Now, In addition to the truths we've been learning concerning teachability in ourselves, I also want to encourage you with a few ways to promote teachability in others. First and foremost, pray. Pray for yourself. Ask God to enable you to be sensitive to His Spirit, to know when to speak, the timing, and the way to speak that will be best understood. Then, pray for others. Pray for others within your influence that they will be teachable willing to receive and apply truth in their heart and life, and that they'll be closed-minded to the lies of the enemy and the influences of this world. Parents, pray for your children. You know, sometimes independence swells up in them, tempting them to resist receiving truth from you. Ask the Lord to give your children a teachable heart. We know that God wants us to teach others to obey all His commands, but our goal is never just about communicating His truth. In other words, our goal isn't just to recite God's Word or to pour it out on a person in hopes that it will stick. I say that because in our zeal to teach others the truths that we've benefited from, we may become tempted to download on others a large amount of truth at one time. It's important to be continually mindful that our goal is for each believer to hear, understand, receive, and apply each truth we present. 
That means that we need to be conscientious to carefully follow the Lord's leading in each situation. It's also not our job to impose God's instruction on anyone. We're to merely be God's vessels of truth. Let's imagine for a moment that I've prepared a delicious meal for a dinner guest to enjoy. I want them to taste it, to enjoy it. How do you think the guests would respond if I began filling their plate, heaping full of food, and insisted on them eating everything? How would you respond? Now, imagine that I've studied and prayed for the person I'm discipling, and I'm excited to teach them to obey God's instructions. But how would they feel if I began to heap on them one instruction after another while insisting that they receive and follow all of them? Please understand, it's thoughtful to prepare food for others just as it's thoughtful to be prepared to share spiritual food with others. But which foods and how much food a guest eats depends on them, not us. This may sound silly, but we can't eat for them. And even though we want people to experience more of the Lord Jesus, the issue of which spiritual truths and how much truth a person takes in is between them and the Lord, not between them and us. That means that as the Lord's servants— We need to serve others the truth God wants them to have, rather than what we want to give them, and do so in a quantity and timing that God desires. In the same way that we cannot make someone obey, we cannot make someone be teachable. We can only promote teachability in others by encouraging them to understand its importance and what it looks like to practice teachability which is why the subject of being teachable is an important truth to share early in discipling others. When discipling others, I find it beneficial to ask a person to consider whether someone else can make them teachable, and then discuss each person's responsibility for gaining knowledge and understanding of God's instructions for themselves. It can also be valuable to explore reasons people fail to become teachable. For example, a person may say that they don't enjoy reading, or they don't like to learn new things. Talking through this often helps people to recognize their own level of teachability. You may want to point them to John 5.17 that says that God is always at work around us, and Romans 8.28 tells us that God has purpose in all things. God is always at work around us and has purpose in all things. That means that every moment of our lives has the potential to be a teachable moment. In other words, every moment of each day has the potential for God to teach us something about Himself, or for us to teach others something about Him. We can help others to see that as they become increasingly and more consistently teachable, they will grow in wisdom, discernment, and understanding of what obedience to Jesus looks like, moment by moment in their daily lives. Another way to promote teachability in others is to take the time to show sincere empathy and concern for each person's situation. Knowing that you genuinely care for them will often make a person more open to receiving what you have to say. I often use what I call a preamble to promote teachability. That means that I slow down and first make simple statements or ask questions before unpacking truth. A preamble promotes teachability by preparing the heart of the listener. These are especially beneficial when the truth you're going to speak may be difficult for the hearer to receive. For example, I might say to someone, I've been praying for you and your situation, and the Lord has reminded me of something from His Word that I believe I'm to share with you. 
but it's not going to be easy for me to say, and it may not be easy for you to receive. Sometimes I use a preamble to address a person's specific question. For instance, I may say, you're asking me how to stop being resentful of your family member. And I just want you to know that that question honors the Lord because he doesn't want us to carry resentment. God tells us what to do in his word that will help you overcome this issue. Can I show you what the Bible has to say? Using preambles such as these are helpful when you sense that you need to ease a person into truth, which leads me right into my next point. Asking questions when possible, rather than making statements, can also promote greater teachability. Asking questions engages a person in conversation and lets them know that their input is valuable to you. It also shows that you want to understand their perspective. It also helps you guard against making presumptuous statements that could offend. Another great way to promote teachability is to consistently encourage those you disciple to embrace and persevere in the learning process. Let them know that life isn't about quickly being spiritual mature. It's about all the lessons God wants to teach us in the process of developing spiritual maturity. Think about it. When we're learning to apply new things in our lives, even when we are teachable, we can only receive so much information at a time. As a person consistently practices God's instructions, they will eventually become commonplace in their lives. But when they first begin to take God's word to heart and begin putting instructions into practice— Practicing sometimes raises more questions or reveals gaps between the truth they know and how to actually walk in obedience to it. And this is why it's important for people to realize that as disciples of Jesus Christ, we must remain in a teachable position before the Lord. As you disciple others, you can promote teachability by being patient with those you disciple. Be gracious in providing reminders and repeating truths they may have heard to help them further connect the dots of obedience. Since a person will fail to experience spiritual growth without a plan, also encourage those you disciple to plan to become teachable. Do you want the benefits of increased wisdom and discernment? If so, I encourage you to make it a lifestyle of being in a position of teachability. As we learned today, no one can make you teachable. You must choose that for yourself. Which begs this question, what personal choices will you begin making today to become more teachable?